where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has hidden unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. I just love Daniel, especially when he first is brought to Babylon. He, like his friends, were renamed a Babylonian name. Do you know it right off? Probably not, because anytime it's mentioned, the text says, And Daniel, whom the king had renamed Belteshazzar. He didn't identify with that name, because he was named after the king's god. The name Daniel meant, God is my judge, reminding him each time he heard it that he wasn't responsible to the king of Babylon. He would ultimately answer to God, the one and only God. Maybe I should call myself Daniel so I won't step into sin without thinking. While remembering Daniel means God is my judge, Daniel did something none of the other youths that had been brought from Judah had done yet. He purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the king's food or wine. It doesn't say his friends resolved to do this, but Daniel did. It seems like a small thing, but when you stand up for something you know is right and do it respectfully and graciously like Daniel did, you will not just be standing up, you'll be standing out, shining your light. When you politely decline alcoholic beverages and say, I don't drink, and have a soft drink or water instead, you stand out. When you don't laugh at a dirty joke, but walk away instead, you make a statement. And then you create a platform that others who have similar values and beliefs can climb onto with you, as it seems Daniel's friends did with him. Do you know what their Hebrew names were? Everyone remembers Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But those were their Babylonian names. Who knows them as Hananiah, the Lord is gracious, Mishael, who is like the Lord, or Azariah, the Lord is my helper. They lost their Hebrew names to Babylon, but not their values and beliefs as they stood with Daniel. What have you purposed in your heart to do? Ezra purposed in his heart to study God's word and do it and teach it to Israel. Because of this, the hand of God was on him. David's advice to Solomon was to set his heart on seeking the Lord. In Second Chronicles, Joash set his heart on repairing the house of God. The psalmist tells us not to set our heart on riches, and he says later that he purposed that his mouth would not transgress. Those are good things to purpose your heart on. Toward the end of Daniel's life, God commended him for setting his heart to understand and to humble himself before God. The Lord calls us, in many ways, to come out from among them and be separate. He blesses us, as he did Daniel, when we purpose in our heart to fully obey him despite what others around us are doing. How is God calling you to be different from those around you? What do you need to set your heart on or to purpose in your heart to do today? I'd love to pray for you and with you about this. You can contact me at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. I'm Carla Early. Thanks for listening. And remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.